Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Inspired Your Grown-Up Girl Talk. I am so glad to be here and I need to just shut off from my world for 30 minutes and focus on just um, barfing out everything that uh, is going on because it is International Women's Month, um, which is exciting and awesome, but Samantha, we have to, uh, even though International Women's Month is here, we don't get all like skittles and unicorns. It's still the stresses of being the wives, the mothers, the professionals, the business owners, the, the, the you know, the people in the world that are sane. It just, it's, um, it's everything. And um, I, I just need to, yeah, I need to spew it out for 30 minutes. So well, I'm glad that we're here together to spew because there's no one I'd rather spew with than you. Um, I feel indeed the same. I feel that our 30 minute sessions are so, and we haven't been together in a while. I mean, we've been interviewing a lot. We haven't just had you and I, which is yeah. great. It's um, it just, it, it feels, it feels like a lot right now. It feels like a lot from a global perspective. It also feels like a lot uh, I think for all of us on a very local perspective, just even within our own four walls. And um, I don't know if there's just something in the air or if it's just 2022 being a bitch so far. <laughs> or I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'd like a mulligan. I can't, I can't get that, but I uh, it's just, I feel it. I feel it. You know, it's interesting because I was having a little bit of a moment, which we're going to dive into about my moments here in a sec um, and feeling just a little whoosh. And my mom called me this morning. She texts me how I was doing and she calls and I'm just unloading on her. And she goes, you know what, Samantha, you need to get that crown, straighten that bitch on, right? And get after it because you are a queen and you can make things happen. And I think we need to remind ourselves as women where we're at is, you know, there's so much coming at us, not only with like we're still dealing with the global pandemic. Now we have like this war looming, you know, whatever, however it's affecting you or not affecting you or in your you know, sphere or not, it, it's there and it's scary. And, you know, just on top of everything else with life, I mean, it's like, can, can a girl get a minute? Can we I get know, a minute? Just, I feel like it's, uh, well, for me personally, I felt very um, ineffective uh, across the board and everything lately. I don't, I don't know why, like, um, just ineffective personally, professionally, uh, with my kids, with my bank account, with everything, just everything. Like I just, everything. Let me, tell you, let me tell you a little something that happened to me. And I wasn't sure I wanted to really share this, but I think I need to share it because I think it's affecting more of us than we like to speak out loud about. Um, and it is cyber attacks. Oh. cyber attacks on your business and cyber attacks on your personal, you know, credit and those things. And I was a victim. Uh, our business was a victim of a cyber breach uh, in the last 30 days. And Stacey Fleece, it was like being in a Mission Impossible movie. The worst case scenario you could possibly ever imagine. How does this, how does that, I don't, Okay. How does that, first of all, how does that happen? Do we even know? Mm -hmm. Secondly, like, do they, do they like send you a letter with, with letters cut out of different magazines glued onto a piece of paper? Like, is it, is it that kind of, like, yes. how do they, how, how do they reach out to you? Like, hi, this is Bob. I have your shit. Like, I mean. 
So for us, it was really interesting. One of um, they've, I guess what's happening now more times than not is these phishing emails are going out and they look like a normal email, whether it's a DocuSign email or a LinkedIn request or an Amazon something. And someone clicked on it in the office, not, you know, at fault, just, you know, doing their job, which then um, had an infiltration of our entire system. And we like that opens a little window. It opens a window, no matter how third party systems we use, everything we use. We don't keep a lot of client data as far as, you know, credit cards or any of that kind of information. You know, we're an insurance agency. Um, But what happened is they clicked on the link, whatever got into our system and our back end and our internal documents for our staff and, you know, just business stuff. They then... um, We didn't know at first how long or what they had taken, but what happened was in the morning when the team came to work, our teams popped up and somebody said, we are in your system. We are watching you and tell your boss this isn't a joke, which then triggered a phone call at 7 a.m. to myself, my husband. And basically then at first we thought it was a joke and just something like whatever. Well, we got our IT on it. And within a few hours, we realized, holy shit. Something major is happening. Um, and our team, uh, our, our IT team had downloaded and said, hey, look, they've gotten in and they've downloaded a lot. We don't know what it is they have right now, but we'll get back to you. So we sat for the next eight hours and we're kind of like, what the hell's going on? Well, in that eight hour period, text messages were going out to myself, my husband on our personal cell phones. Emails were going out to the entire staff. Like, we're not playing around. We're watching so you. We're texting system. you on your cell phones? Me, my husband, the employees, the employees' parents, the employees' siblings. Super creepy. Super creepy. And the weirdest thing was they were coming at me through Sparkle stuff. So they knew who I was. They knew, you know, what was going on. They knew how to get to to me, um, which was bizarre. And so immediately we thought, okay, obviously this isn't a joke. And thank God the, the, the cobbler had his shoes fixed. The insurance people had the right insurance. We had cyber coverage. So we triggered our policy got in touch immediately. And oh my gosh, like what a response our team had. Um, we immediately had a full system uh, come in and secure our systems. And then we had an attorney who then started chatting with the uh, threat actor is what they are called. The threat and, actor. Threat actor. And within 48 hours, we had probably 25 dudes on Zoom calls telling us, where these people were, what they were getting into. They were communicating with them. They were demanding hundreds of thousands of dollars for our information. Um, Otherwise, they were threatening to release it. And, you know, demands still texting, still harassing the staff. I mean, you want to talk about like really fucked up time. It was so scary. I mean, it was like literally being in a Mission Impossible movie. Where were these people from? Romania. Then they would ping in the Netherlands. Then they would ping in New York. They were all over. And what I was finding was the more we were communicating with them, this was like business as usual. So they weren't just doing this to us. They do this every day, all day. It's like their job. This is their. This is how they make a living. This is what they, they get do. Up in the morning, and they say, "Who are we going to cyber attack today?" And it just happens to be the person that clicks the email. And so basically then we, you know, put these crazy shields on all of our systems, locked everything down, you know, realized where vulnerabilities were and then started to get, what they do is they send you a snippet of what they have. So they sent us all these like sample files, which were not client data, but internal data, like I said, and things that were pertinent to the staff. And so that was a real concern for us and what our vulnerabilities were as an employer 
to our employees. Um, and so, yeah, like it's still an ongoing matter and it's stopped and we've, you know, rectified what we could and, and put some protections in place, but holy moly, mother of God, like the most stressful thing I've ever had to go through. And if you do not have cyber insurance as a business, it is something you must have, whether you think you're vulnerable or not, you 100% are, we didn't think we were at all. Um, and then also like on your personal stuff, if you don't have like a life lock or something that's monitoring your credit and anytime anybody logs into your accounts, all that stuff, I highly recommend it because what I just went through, I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. So is this like, they, they get this stuff. And then is this the stuff that ends up on the, the dark web? I don't, you know, where, whatever the dark web is, I don't really know, but it's, as far as I can tell, it's just all the illegal stuff. You know, what's nuts is you don't really know. And it's kind of like the wild, wild west because there is no sanctions. There's no like rules, regulations. It's kind of just like a shit show free for all. And these bad guys are out there making a lot of money because it's scary and they're going at you personally. And, you know, you know, when you see somebody trying to log into your bank account, that's a scary thing. And, you know, how do you protect yourself? And you don't even know what you don't know until you're in a situation like this where you're like, holy shit, this is crazy. How many passwords did you have to change? Oh my God, so many, so many passwords. And we all have like, you know, the same two or three passwords we use for everything because we can't remember 14,000 different passwords. So now you have to come up with new passwords that you can remember. Well, and then that's a whole nother level. And then where are you keeping your passwords? Because if somebody were to get into your computer, which, you know, most of us will keep things, you know, somewhere, I mean, we're, it's basically safer to have them literally written down on a pad of paper and tucked away somewhere in your home, because then at least, you know, like nobody can get in there because these folks can get into anything and the, the way that they communicate. And what I've learned is there's two different types of attacks. So there's a ransom attack. And then there's a um, phishing attack. So a phishing attack is where they send out the email and that's where somebody clicks and then they get in. A ransom attack is where they go in and they actually steal stuff. Well, we were really neat to have what they don't normally see and that's a hybrid attack. So that's where they came at us both ways. Because you're an overachiever. Because we're really special. And we even um, had the FBI uh, notified and get involved, which to have your name on something that goes to the FBI. I don't know about you, but like that was a part of my like, you know, February goal planning. Um, so do, you, do, you, do you feel like you might be questioned going through um, airport security next time if you're on some FBI? Like, are you going to be able to get on a plane? It's just like, are you fucking kidding me? And then the worst part is, is like just the psychological part of it. And I think that's the other, you know, it's not only the act of, of the theft that's happening, but it's the psychological part of like, you're vulnerable. You, you know, you work so hard for everything. You've got people, clients and, and employees that you're, you know, you, you need to protect. And it's so, so I think they know too. They know they're getting you like, of course, digging, digging in under your skin. And the worst part was, was they were in there for a month and a half. Cause when we did the forensics, we could see that they were in there for a really long time. Um, and we had no idea. Like you have no idea. It's like a little cancer growing in your IT system. Yeah. And so now the rollout of, you know, having to now go in and make sure you've got all of the different, you know, protocols in place. And I know you had mentioned like your company and a lot of companies I talked to have, 
different, you know, things in place. They, they do practice, you know, fishing little programs. Send out like, um, like test, test emails to see who will click on. Right. I haven't, I haven't been caught yet, but I mean, it's not caught is not the right thing to say. They just, it's a, it's a, it's a learning opportunity. It's a growth opportunity if you click on it. Right. But yeah, they do. And I'm sure a lot of companies do that where they send out, you know, like a phishing email that would cause a, a cyber attack and they see which employees actually click on it. Right. And, and if you're not really paying attention, it's really easy to get, you know, thrown into the rest of this. We're all moving fast. And I don't think that we were specifically special. I just think that we were the wrong place at the wrong time and happened to, you know, be on the bad end of a bad situation. But what a great learning experience. And now every time I'm talking to a client, I'm like, before we do anything, we're going to get you a cyber quote because everybody needs to have it. And one of the things, too, is a lot of these starting (laughs) and a lot of these carriers, um, when you're looking into cyber insurance, I'm going to put my insurance woman hat on is you need to pay attention to how the reimbursement gets paid because some policies will automatically respond and pay the claim like you would you pay your deductible and then they pay. Others are by reimbursement, meaning you've got to cough up the cash and then they pay you back, which um, these immediate bills for cyber attacks, when you deal with your IT, can be $50,000, $60,000 just to have the team secure your systems. Because what these guys do is they go in and they will literally shut your business down. They will literally shut your business down. And it's just such a scary, scary thing. Um, and so the moral of the story here is we are all susceptible we need to make sure we change our passwords, have the multi-authentication. Um, auth- so when you change your password, it'll send you a text message or somebody tries to get in with a bad one. Have all your systems set up like that, whether it's your banking, whether that's your, you know, your online account, your Amazon, everything, because that's one of the ways that you can best protect yourself. And it's easy and it's free. You just have to go through and do it. Yeah, a lot of people don't like to set that up because they're like, I don't. I don't want one with thing. I don't want to, I don't want to wait for an email with a code or a text message with a code. Um, Do it. Yeah, it's, it's worth the 30 seconds to wait for that code. It's absolutely worth it. Cause like I said, like the psychological part of this, it was just like, what else can this world throw at me? Okay. Like this young woman or now, you know, 41 year old woman can only manage so many different buckets and this bucket is completely not a bucket that I thought. I mean, just a complete change of events in you wake up and all of a sudden your world's upside down and it's very scary. And we're not like, there's more people that are going through it that are not talking about it. And we got to talk about it and we got to protect ourselves. This goes back to 2022 is really kind of been a bit (sighs) like she's not been super friendly lately. I know that like we dropped the mask mandate and all that stuff, but um, ew. Like the rest of the rest of it's just been yuck. No, it's totally been yuck. And now like even the cyber thing with, you know, what's going on in Russia and stuff. And now the threat of having that be a bigger problem for bigger, you know, infrastructures across the globe. um, It's so scary. And then on top of that, like I have little girls and I'm having to have conversations about freaking war and like what what's happening and why it's happening. I mean, that wasn't something I thought was going to be part of the, the toolbox for you know, spring. Well, yeah. And, and it's so different now. I mean, we've, we've seen it in, in other conflicts over the past handful of years that 
war is really fought and, and conflicts are really fought um, just out in front of everybody because we're so, we're so global, we're all so connected. We've got, um, you know, videos and, and places people can just post whatever they've recorded that, you know, the 15 second TikToks, whatever it is, right? Like literally everything is out there um, in our face all the time. And it, uh, it does really affect, even though it's halfway across the world, but the world is global. So it impacts our oil prices. It, impact, it impacts our mortgage rates. It impacts um, how much we pay for a loaf of bread. Um, but we, we're having to see it all the time. We see the explosions. We see the people running around with the, with the guns and down the street. And, and it's just, um, it's, it's very unhealthy to have it in our faces all the time. But then there's also the reality of it's in their faces all the time too. Like the people who live there are dealing with it every day. So I don't, I don't know what the right answer is, especially for our kids. I don't know what the right answer is on the best way to deal with it. Now, and a part of it's like, you should shield them. You know, you don't want them to see the misfortunes of the world, but another school of thought and the kind of thought I live is, you know, I'm not going to show them blood and guts and stuff on TV, but I do want them to know like what's happening in the world and where we're at as a world and how like, we got to be better as a world um, because I think shielding them too much is not doing them any justice because I think they need to be aware. Um, one thing I, I, I have to stop doing is like at night, I'll be on, you know, doing my nightly, like put myself to bed, go through TikTok. And you see like, what's crazy is you've never been able to see like real life, what's happening on the ground, the way that we are now. Yeah, it's in our face. And it's very interesting when you see a woman who's like standing there in a subway with her cat and her baby. And she's like, I have one piece of bread. And then you hear bombs going off ahead and you're like, whoa, or you see, you know, the guys out there fighting. And it's, it's a lot different than what the news is showing, because again, the news, whether you're in Western or Eastern, you're still going to only see what they want us to see. Um, And I think that the TikTok environment allows you to see things more real time and more, you know, unbiased, I guess you could say. Whether or not you really want to. Yeah. And so I have to tell myself like, Hey, Samantha, probably not the best thing to be looking at before bed. Cause then you sit in bed and you have your eyes wide open. You're just like the world fucking sucks. It's so there's those cyber attackers and you know, they're all in Russia and Romania and they're all, they're all over there. They're all, that's their, that I'm surprised you're as friends with Russia. I know it's just frightening. And I don't know. It's like this world is a world that I too wish we could hit a reset on. I don't know that that's really going to be an option. Start over Jan one, start over. Um, but I do like, did you show your girls the badass Ukrainian president? Let's talk about him for a second. He's a stud. The guy was a comedian. He, um, he, I think he, what did I hear this morning that he won like their version of dancing with the stars? Yeah. He's a star. I mean, that's kind of cool. And then like he played, I think he was an actor and he played a president in like a, I think it was a comedy series and now he is the president. And I, I love that, um, that the U S offered him and his family, you know, an escape plan. And he said, no, thank you. I don't need a ride. I need ammunition. And then he put on fatigues and got on the outfit. Yeah. And he's the only one, I think, since uh, I had read something since George Washington, the only like actual leader of a state 
that said, no, I'm staying. I'm not evacuating. I'm going to fight for my country. And like, what a champion for his people, you know, because to be able to just eject would be what most people would do in that role to have that out. But he's like, no, I'm going to stay here and I'm going to fight. Well, and, you know, honestly, I mean, I don't, I don't mean to be like all like, you know, warm and fuzzy about it, whatever. But really, I think we can all sort of take that lesson into our own little world, right? Because checking out is, is easy um, for a lot of things. It, it doesn't, I'm not saying even war, but, um, you know, I actually, I ran into a situation last week where my, my daughter had a little bit of conflict on her basketball team. This seems really um, minor, but it, it, all, it connects. Stay with me. So she had this little conflict with the basketball team and she, she came home kind of all upset. And she said, I don't, I don't know if I, um, I don't know if I deserve to be captain anymore. Maybe I should not be captain anymore. And um, it, that was, that was kind of the easy answer. And mm-hmm. I told her that I was like, uh, you could quit as captain, but that's just the easy way out. Like you're just, you're just checking out. You're walking out because it's easy. So Here's the harder solution is to acknowledge the mistakes, apologize for them, tell the team that you're going to do better. You're going to try to do better because all you can do every day, all we can do is be just try to be better than we were yesterday. That's it. It's it's just better than yesterday. Um, And I said, and then, and then you do it. And then you just try to be better than you were yesterday. And tomorrow you try to be a little better than you were today. Mm -hmm. Um, So the punchline is she didn't quit as captain and she, she actually, stood up in front of her team at practice and, and had one minute where she talked about it and apologized and said, I'm going to, I'm going to try to do better. That's a, that's a shortcoming of my personality and I'm going to try to do better. Um, same sort of thing though, in, in a, in a really weird, very small, minute piece of, you know, walking away and checking out is the easy way out. Totally. And, and again, it would be probably what most people would do. And that's, I think, what makes a good leader, whether you're a captain on a basketball team or the leader of Ukraine. I mean, the, yeah. You see a lot of parallels there. Yeah, I would like to check out of 2022. I would like to. Um, 100%. I would like to evacuate from 2022. Nobody has called me to offer that yet. Um, yeah. Which is probably just as well, because honestly, I, I likely take them up on it. So uh, I, I, I agree with that. And I think uh, it's just uh, I, I was interviewed a couple of weeks ago about failures and, you know, finding yourself in these situations that are tough and how do you get through them? And and what I said was like, you literally just have to take one step and then take another step and just fucking keep going, because I feel and I know I'm not alone here that. Every day that we wake up, whether it's the world stuff or life stuff, it's like there are so many things that just you want to just go back to bed and not deal with. But you have to, you know, when you're getting text messages from dudes in Romania that I'm watching you, I'm like, oh, my God. Give me a new you looking out your window, like, are they, are they there? <sighs> like, that's creepy. That's just creepy. It was so bad. But it, again, it was like a, a moment of like, I can't just roll over and not deal with it because I've got a team of people that are being affected. I've got a business that's being affected. I've got my family that I want to protect. You know, it's just, you got to keep going and you got to keep, keep going. 
Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, I think today is the day where we're just going to put it out there that we are all stronger and more powerful than we think we are. And when we want to just curl up and give up and walk away and crawl back into bed or be evacuated or whatever it is, stay and fight. And um, it doesn't it doesn't always feel like we have the ability and the strength to do it. I'm just going to put out there that you do. If you're listening to this, you do. So we find it. Um, we find it in ourselves. We find it in each other. And that's the truth. That is the God's honest truth, Stacey Place. We do lean in a lot on each other when times get tough and times get weird. I lean on you a lot. Okay. Sometimes you're probably like, bitch, you need to go away with you. I'm never, I am never that ever, ever. Um, we all, but that's we all the thing I love about girlfriends and like strong women in your life, because when things suck, I mean, I called you when I was going through this whole, I was like, dude, you're never going to believe this. And, and I didn't PS. <laughs> right. Like, come on girl. And I'm like, no dude, this is huge. But it's like being able to have those people in your court and on your team is huge because that's, and I go back to it, like women and what we're able to accomplish together. And when we can lock arms and like, just literally get through stuff. Um, is, is important. And it's, you know, if you don't have that support system, I want you to have everybody out there, please find that support system because you need it. Bill, yeah, you got to build it because, um, you know, that you need to siphon gas from each other, right? Like when our gas tank is empty, sometimes we have to siphon from each other. Uh, yeah, because one of us can, one of us can fill our tank for $8. Okay. Yeah, just bust out the hose. And I, you know, if you have an electric car, it's going to be a problem, but Tesla, Tesla, Tesla. Is well, everywhere. speaking of Tesla, can we talk about our boy Elon, right? Real quick. This about the satellite. He was like, "Listen, that was badass." He just weaned his shit over Ukraine and beamed down his Scotty light, and boom, internet exists. I'm telling you, Elon is onto something. Yeah, I am. Um, I'm not a huge fan of him as a you know. I mean, he does a lot of weird stuff. Yeah, which we don't need to get into. However badass Elon was like, hold my beer. Let me, let me send it right over Red Rover. Let like, me just do me. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, that was fantastic. I loved it. I yeah. loved it. I, um, I feel, I feel like he, he's got it figured out. Um, and we can all, again, find ways to have purpose and find ways to lend a hand. And that was his way of, you know, having a compliment, compliment walk in space over to our friends in Ukraine. And so, uh, with, with that, we'd say thank you, Elon. Um, all right. So our takeaways today are friendships and women are super important. Uh, cyber insurance, also important. Changing your passwords, incredibly important. Oh, dual, uh, dual often. What's it called? Dual often. Dual factor authentic, authentication. Yeah, it's whatever. a big word. It's yeah, a lot more. Important. Also important. Um Supporting our sisters and brothers in Ukraine, hugely important. And, you know, embracing each other and praying for a better world because every day that we wake up, we're the ones that can make a difference out there and make this world a better space. And don't click on emails that feel weird. Okay. Unless you know where it's coming from. Don't evacuate. Don't don't evacuate. (laughs) That's the other one. Don't quit. Keep going. Keep 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 in there. Don't all right, everybody. Have a fabulous week and thanks for listening. Go out there and be inspired.